0: That Types. There are types of Jonah. I mean, there are types in Jonah. There are types. Jesus is a type of Jonah. Not his sin, because Jesus never sinned. When they asked for a sign, what did Jesus say? Just as Jonah. So, Jonah, in one way, is a type of Christ. Jonah went down three days, three nights, and came back out. Jesus went in the tomb three days and three nights and came out. That's an easy one, right? Jonah is a type of Christ. Not to the nth degree, because Jesus never sinned. Number two, I've never considered this until the last month. I believe Jonah in the, in the, in the, in the church era now, from Pentecost on, uh, this is my opinion, I believe Jonah is a type of the church, not the church worldwide. I believe Jonah is a type is a type of the church that you and I have become familiar with, because most of us have visited the church in other places. you're not hating on the American church again, are you? I'm, I'm, I'm not hating on the American church, but but. What did Jesus tell us to do? What did Jesus tell us to do? Make disciples. 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 Preach the gospel to every creature. Mark 16, preach the gospel to every creature. Matthew 20, make disciples. Really? Is the church doing that? Who's the church? We who? We, are the church. we who? Believers. Believers in Christ. We're the church. We. Not just you, not just me. Is the church preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ outside of the comfort of air conditioned and four walls an hour and a half on Sundays in America? Some. Is the church making disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ, by and large, outside the four walls and comfort of a church service on Sunday, by and large? Jesus said, Preach the gospel to every creature. We're doing a lot of good stuff, nothing wrong with good stuff, right? But sometimes I think we've fallen asleep in Zion, patting ourselves on the back because we're creating community. Patting ourselves on the back because we are now have a deeper level of fellowship. Are those wrong? No. Are those biblical? Yes. We're proud of ourselves because now we're eating more meals together like the early church did. But are we preaching the gospel? Jesus said preach the gospel to every creature. All those other things are good. All those those other things are the effects of the gospel, by the way. It's not the gospel. I believe the church is a type of Jonah. The church. The word of God is clear on multiple issues. Multiple issues. The Word of God is clear on how we should think, how we should live our lives. Paul said, "Come out and be separate." That means to draw some boundaries. How many of the church today have actually have, have, have boundaries in their lives? Jesus said, "You're in the world, but you're not up the, I mean, you're, yeah, you're in the world, but you're not of the world. But we look like the world. Understand there should be a difference between the church and the world. I'm not talking about hyper-legalism or anything, but like somebody should be around us for five minutes and realize that they're not in the world. I mean, is like full of truth for the church. So if scripture says, hey, we go the opposite way, we're like Jonah, correct? It was a day when the church made a priority of gathering together on the Lord's day. Because that is a command in scripture and pattern scripture. The world, the culture, in our country, they don't respect the church. They're not driven by the church. The world is the world, right? And so now for the church, we're commanded to come together. If, if if there's not a baseball game, if there's not a softball game, if there's not a swim meet, if there's not a volleyball game, if I'm not going, I'm, I'm getting me in there, if there's not a jet skiing at the river, if it's not, what have I missed? What have I missed, ma'am? Basketball. Basketball game. <laughs> if there's not a golf match. Ice hockey. What do I <laughs> We buying that in Jesus name. We send that back up north. Dance. Watch this. Follow me. Dance recital. Um. You ready? Vicky's birthday, Jimmy's birthday, Tara's birthday, Clint's birthday, all the grandchildren's birthday, Kevin's birthday, Lindsay's birthday, another grandchildren's birthday, and then you got you got you. What I'm saying. And then every, every holiday that comes on the calendar, <laughs> right. Lazy are we all uncomfortable? Yes, it says either. No, what I'm saying is, I'm going somewhere. The church has deprioritized gathering together on the Lord's Day, and y'all know it's the truth. Yeah. Oh. And I feel for the parents, okay? I feel for the parents. But y'all are the parents, man. A child left to himself will bring shame to his mother. Y'all are the parents. I'm the parent. So, somewhere along the line, parents must determine what their priority is going to be on the Lord's day and what we're going to do and not going to do. And it's going to cost, there's a price to pay nowadays. There was no price to pay 20 years ago, there's a price to pay nowadays. And then if you just kind of Go with the flow. Your children are raised thinking this. You gotta go with the flow. Well, if I don't have baseball Sunday, if I don't have basketball Sunday, if I don't have ice hockey on Sunday, if I don't have softball on Sunday, if I don't have, uh, if I'm not going jet skiing on Sunday, if I'm not going skiing on Sunday, if I'm not going dance recital on Sunday, if I'm not having my birthday on Sunday, if I don't have my anniversary on Sunday, if I'm not getting married on Sunday, I'll go to church. <laughs> Now, I know some of you are upset with me, but is that true? Is that that what you're faced with? So I'm just saying, I would encourage, take a pause button, because a lot of, maybe not your family, a lot of Christian kids growing up in the church in America, that's their concept Uh of Sunday. If we don't have anything else going on, we're going to be in church. Those other six times <laughs> here. I believe Jonah's a type of the church. I believe Jonah's a type of you and a type of me. I think Jonah's all up in me. And I think Jonah might y'all up in some of y'all. I look at Jonah, I see me. I look at me, I see Jonah. Was there any hope for me? Yeah. Look at those 14 things we just talked about. When I'm walking in disobedience, God loves me too much to so let me stay on the ship going down for the last time. He'll prepare fish. He'll come after me. He'll give me another chance. Now don't trample on the grace of God. But he'll give you more than a second chance. Because God has a purpose and a destiny for us. Brandy mentioned, I think, or prayed or something a little bit earlier. Christian or somebody was quoting from Philippians chapter 1. God's begun a good work in us. And we pray that He'll complete it until the end. That's Jonah. God began a good work in Jonah. Watch this. Jonah's tracking with the Lord. Jonah gets cattywampus. And God didn't just lead him to himself, God rescued Jonah from Jonah. I'm um, throwing batting practice the other days to some girls playing softball. We're taking a break, and our pitcher was warming up. I said, "Throw me something." So I grabbed a bat, and I said, "Don't you like to bring it?" So she goes, Whoah. "Like I barely fouled it off." That was an idiot move to make, even trying to do that, because like if I strike out, you know, like. <laughs> And um she she throws another, I kind of rolled over it, kind of rolled over it. And then our coach saw was happy, she goes, Stop, stop, <laughs> stop. So we stopped, and in my own head, I'm thinking, well, she was afraid I was gonna line drive back in the picture, her picture. But I don't think that's what she was thinking. I walked over and I say, hey, coach, thanks. She goes, what? I said, thanks for rescuing me from myself. Because one more strike and she would have struck me out and I would never live it (laughs) down. The coach rescued me from myself because I was self-destructing right there in front of everybody. That's what God did for Jonah. God rescued Jonah from himself. Amen? Do you ever need to be rescued from yourself? Well, we all do, I think. We all do from time to time. All right. Father, we love you today. We bless you. Thank you that... Like, if you can identify with Jonah, just go, yep. Yep, 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 yep. Yep. Lord, most of us identify with Jonah. Thank you care too much about us to leave us in a ship or leave leave us in the belly of a fish. Thank you that you're about perfecting us. And so I pray for every person here that you will complete the good work you've begun in us. Finish that work to your honor and your glory. I pray, Lord, as, as so now, and as days go by and weeks go by, I'll just keep your heads down just for a minute. I don't know who, there are some folks here that, like you're going, oh my gosh, like, out of all Sundays, you, I mean, you really identify, I mean, I mean, this particular time in your life, okay? So this message is not condemning you, it's not judging you. It's saying that all of us are here for a reason, and Maybe we recognize that God's pursuing us. So just stop running. Just stop running. What I do then? Just listen to what the Lord says. And that's what I pray for us, Lord. Thank you for providing a fish. As you perfect us, I thank you. You'll spit us out on dry ground. And we'll come out of that fish being the men and women you call us to be. In Jesus' name. Amen.